Elton Jenkins, ladies and gentlemen. Big E. Thanks for coming over. Thank you for having me. Yeah, appreciate it. Well done. Uh, so what did you think of camp? This is a nice little change around 1265 Lombardi Avenue this summer. How do you think it went? Um, I think it went good. I've seen a lot of growth in our young guys and a lot of hunger. So I feel like we had a great camp. Um, very confident going until we won. Mark ran down all the different positions <laughs> on the offensive line that you've played. But coming into this training camp had to feel good that left guard, your favorite spot, you could just focus on, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's good knowing that we got the guys that can fill in at other positions and I can focus on one position and just perfect my craft at that. So um, just being able to play that one position all count, I definitely feel like it helped me a lot. Now, left tackle position, David Bakhtiari, are you guys going to be or do you consider yourself to be the best left side of the offensive line in the NFL? On paper, I consider ourselves, um, I consider us being um, the best left side in the NFL, but, you know, we haven't played with each other in so long, honestly, because 2021 I was playing left tackle, you know, he was out, and then starting the last year I was playing right tackle, but um, last year you can tell we had good strides and things like that, but I consider us on paper as the best, and now we just got to go out there and show it. Is that, a- is that the goal? Do you and David talk about that? Do you even like see how, David anymore? How, I mean, how special it's going to be? I didn't see much of him all summer. Yeah. He got the big dog treatment this summer. Yeah, yeah. I see him every day. In the, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I see him every day um, in the mean room. You know, we, it's a lot of talk. We sit right beside each other, like, just to know, like, what he's seeing, what I see on different plays, and how we just can help each other out. You know, him going into his 11 year, he don't need that much practice. Um, you know, honestly, like, when he out there, he looked real good. Yeah, so, I know. Um, yeah, we definitely oh, talk a lot about it. He'll be fine. I'm not too what, worried about the what, When do you start pushing for that kind of a practice schedule where you can have a lot of, lot of easy days? Uh, <laughs> veteran rest days, they call it. Yeah, so honestly, like before Bob got hurt, like he never would have – like he always practiced. And that was like year eight, year nine. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some guys that was younger than him before. You know, they had to take um, break – I mean, you know, vet days. But – I probably try to go in the same footwork as him. I mean, the same footsteps as him, like year ten, year eleven, or something like that. But right now, I, you know, just like being out there with the guys, we got a lot of young guys, so um, it's, it's fun being out there and just seeing them hunger. The rest of the guys up front: Josh at center, Runyon at guard. Looks like Zach's going to probably be that right tackle spot. You got Yash, you got Rasheed Walker, who's been. I want to talk to you about this guy. He's come out of. He's really come on this year. But so much versatility, so much depth. And we were talking last week when I asked you to come on board tonight that you guys realize uh, it's a first-year starter at quarterback. Granted, he's been around. So many kids, wide receiver, brand-new tight ends. This thing is going to go because you guys are going to make it go up front. That's where the experience is. That's where we talked about that. And you said, yeah, uh, this is going to be on us. We're going to be the the – rock of the foundation for this offense yeah we talked all in OTAs that you know the offense is going to go as far as, as far as we make it go and um, I feel like going into count we definitely showed ourselves like what we're capable of we just got to be consistent you know throughout the season it's a long season but um, we said we want to be the enforcers and just you know help the offense be more ease with protection with running the ball being positive so I feel like the guys put their best foot forward and definitely did that on this count one sack allowed 4.6 yards of carry on the ground in the preseason games that's doable man those, those are good numbers e. yeah Mark had mentioned how young the receivers and tight ends are going to be this coming season but 
you've got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon behind you guys. Talk about how special those guys are as a running back tandem. Yeah, they um, we call them lightning and thunder. You know, you give 3-3 three, three the ball and he'll – it can be a home run any 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 play, and then you got um, AJ. He gonna move the sticks. He gonna run people over, and, and just being physical. So just having those two guys in our backfield, it means a lot to our offense, and they gonna help us a lot. It's gonna take more ease off us, Jordan, and the receivers. You feel me? Just being able to just get them the ball, however many times we need to a game, and know that they are gonna give us a positive game first, and move the stick. First carry on Saturday, you went right off your rear end, took out a safety on the way. That was a very impressive uh, AJ Dillon quadzilla run there to get him going. Yeah, I seen a lot. I seen a lot, lot of um, progress from AJ as well. Like going into his third, fourth year, just those two years, you just see his vision and the way that he ran the ball. And uh, we always talk about, like I always tell him in the huddle, like run somebody over. I want to see it. <laughs> so um, it's gonna be nice seeing him play Phil's guy out there this year. I got it. What was the poor safety's name for the for the Seahawks? I got to bring. Oh, the <laughs> the guy yeah. who trucked. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Kobe Bryant, not the late great, but yeah, Kobe, Kobe Bryant. with a C. Yeah. yeah, Kobe with the C. Yeah, they had Kobe Bryant, Michael Jackson. They had a who's who on that that team. A lot of celebrities. Yeah, a lot of celebrities. <laughs> a lot of celebrities. So. Well, Coach Lafleur said with with Dylan, if he just consistently keeps his pad level low, he's just a monster. To try, it, people are afraid to hit him when his pads are low. If he runs up straight, it's like, okay, maybe we can take this guy. But if he's low to the ground, forget about it. Yeah, that's why I always, like I said, I tell him, like, run somebody over. Like, you you got these quads and you got all these muscles. You know, we want to see, <laughs> yeah. you know, we want to see you, like, punish people. And um, I feel like he, he's bringing that approach definitely, you know, in the last past two years to his game. So, um, just like I said, it's going to be special to see this year. How much does that pump you guys up to see – just that active physical dominance on a football field when someone has a play like that. Yeah, because, like, when he running towards you, and you got to make a decision if you want to tackle him or not. And this probably be my man that got to make that decision. It make my job easier. <laughs> <laughs> the guy might be on his heels at that point, like, when you got a guy like that. So um, it, it definitely means a lot, and it's definitely, like, just standing on the field. And, like, when he do things, like, what two years ago he ran the Tennessee guy, the D lineman from Tennessee. Over, yeah. I was like, I hate to be that D lineman, but you know, I'm glad AJ on our team. So <laughs> you can tell there's more of a decisive one cut stuff yeah. out of him. Uh, when you know, he's only toted it, I think, 10 times mm -hmm. this, uh, this preseason, but uh, that's going to be significant. You mentioned the hunger, uh, on this team. Uh, the youth is obvious, but the hunger, um, it's, I know. You played with a great, great quarterback in Aaron um, and all that. But, but it was about time to get him out of no, here, right, I, I'm Elton? I'm not going to go there. But, no, there was a <laughs> – no, no, no. On I, the no, record, Elton. <laughs> but I sense this. There's just a much more relaxed feel to this camp. Not that Aaron was – the mm. Zeus on the mountaintop, you know, overlooking this organization. But that was a factor. And I just seemed, seemed to sense a much more relaxed atmosphere of just guys really wanting to go out and play. And, and you mentioned all of the hunger, uh, you know, from all of those young receivers, really anxious to strike it out on their own as a group with Jordan moving forward. Yeah, um, I definitely say it's more hunger and it's probably it probably coming from like we got a lot of young guys, a lot of guys trying to prove themselves, um, 
And, you know, we got Jordan as a new quarterback. He's trying to prove himself. So they all, it's all a learning experience for them, them all. So when you just see them connect and then you see it every day, each and every day, you're just like, okay, they're getting it and things like that. So just like I say, the growth that they made in the count was, um, it was a lot. It was, you know, it was good for us. And, um, but I definitely say they more hunger, but at the same time, they more relaxed and know that it's a learning experience for us all. Well, for them all and as me, well, me too in the O line. But um, it's definitely it's definitely been good to see. For sure. What what is Jordan's personality like in the locker room? Is he a pretty quiet individual? Keeps to himself, or is he a little bit more sociable? Um, he, he's sociable, you know, he's not, he not quiet, like, he, he's not the loudest person in the locker room, obviously, but, like, you know, he gonna talk to everybody and just go by his business, you know, he a good dude, and 12, honestly, 12 was the same way, you know, he, he talked to everybody, you know, do what he gotta do and things like that, so, I guess he a good teammate, I, if yeah, I say, yeah. He's not, he's got, he's not gonna be the fire and brimstone speech maker. Yeah, okay, not a rah-rah guy, No, he's sure. not the rah-rah guy, leave that to Sewell. Leave that to some of those guys, you yeah, know, like that. But Jordan, like Jordan, will definitely say like say some things in the huddle. Like before the game, he'll talk, give his speech, um, you know, and what he want to say. And like when practice not going right, he'll say things like, you know, let's pick it up, let's do this, do yeah. this. But he's not just gonna just come in and be doing all the hollering and things like that. But and that's what Matt has said over the course of these first three years, where he has learned and understood the process and commanding the huddle, and he commands the huddle. You, you know, he's you're in there listening to him. Yeah, you do. know, let's get the series going. Let's do this, or, or you know, let's pick it up. He will do the all of those kinds of things, and that presence is is extremely valuable at yeah. that position. Yeah, it is. Um, and being able to see his growth, his first three years, and the way that he acted around the locker room, how he acted now, he's the same person, and now he just got a bigger role. And I feel like, um, yeah, he gonna he gonna command. Just like I said, he gonna command and let us know like. All right, let's get this going. Let's get to the. I mean, let's get to the line faster, or you know, let's do this. So um, it's been great to see. All right, we're gonna take a break. We are just getting going though with the Big E Elton Jenkins, our guest tonight, and we will return with more from the Pro Bowl offensive guard when we return to Narrow Bridge right after this timeout. We now return to the fifth quarter live from Narrow Bridge. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. And welcome back to Darrell Bridge. Elton Jenkins in the house tonight. And he's the good son. He's the good son. Elton bringing his mother into the narrow bridge with you tonight. Oh, yeah. Shout out my mom. Oh, Miss Jenkins. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Now, were you the good son as a little guy, a little Elton running around? What what kind of trouble did you get into? Mom, was that, was that a good son? <laughs> thumbs up. Thumbs up from mom. Yeah, thumbs up from her. So, you know, right. I guess I was a good sign. All right, that's a good sign. But I do have to ask you, and I know your mom's here, and I, I don't want to embarrass you, but what the hell were you doing in Cincinnati other than trying to retain the world welterweight championship against the Bengals? Tossed out of joint practice. practice. Yeah, man. It, it, it went crazy, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, when you practice against your teammates for, like, two, three weeks at a time, then you get a chance to play somebody else. You know, you just want to be able to play physical football, you know. And um, I had pancaked a dude on the screen. Oh, my God, did you pancake that dude on the screen? Yeah. That was 10 yards downfield, and he was on the ground. Yeah, he got mad, and he, like, got up talking and then telling me what he going to do. And I was like, going to do it, and he did it. <laughs> and then it just went left from there. But... 
It was it was crazy. It mm-hmm. was it was really only after the little scrum after the first screen. And then you took the one swing, and that's when. Yeah, but I pancaked the dude on that play as well. And did you? Yeah. Oh, and then he came over. Yeah, he came over to me. You got to see it on video, but he came over to me. And the first time the dude hit me, I'm like, the second time I can't let nobody hit me. You no, feel no, me? Like I can understand that. But um, I guess though, I don't know. I guess I was just being too physical, and they wanted to fight, and you know, it just went left from there. It, it sounds like you were set up. It wasn't your fault. You feel me? Yeah. I, I, it, you were framed, Elton. The floor didn't yeah. buy that, though. They, they were coming for this man. That's what it was. I was just, I don't know. <laughs> New England was feisty, too. Now, that got a little. After practice, did you get a one-on-one with the coach? Kind of, hey, let's tone things down moving forward, or was it maybe just, all right, yeah, it's just practice? Well, I had, I kind of knew, like going, into, like, going into the locker room, I was like, yeah, it did get kind of wild out there, so I'm not going to do that no more. And then um, after practice, then our offensive coordinator came over there and he was like, you know, you can't be doing that. You feel me? We need you out there and all that. So I was like, you know, yeah. And then so the the Patriots the Patriots practice, I was like, I was being physical, but I wasn't like, I wasn't just being physical to the point where I was like knocking people down. You feel me? And it was a couple times where they was they really was like, you know, trying to get out the rust. And I was like, no, nah, I was just chill. Let's just do it between the whistle. And they just kept on talking and just talking and talking. We had a few times where it was about to. Well, we did. Wednesday, you guys were good. The I mean, first, you, you yeah, were, you were really good against. And I think they came out Thursday and said, we ain't taking this bleep. Yeah, because it's probably like so when you so Wednesday when we practice. Then you go back and watch film, and you're like, hold on, these guys are, like, pushing us around. You feel me? So there's that. You're going to come out there. You're going to, you know, try to start fights or, like, just do crazy stuff. And <laughs> we just had to, like, kind of understand what was the situation. They were trying to, you know, counsel practice and stuff. And I'm not worried. You play violent enough, you know, whistle the whistle. Yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> and on that Thursday, yeah. Jabril Peppers for the Patriots would not stop running his mouth. He it was, was nonstop. Yeah, like it was every play. Like every play he was either, you know, just doing a little extra or just, you know, just talking and stuff like that. And we like, bro, just chill. You feel me? Like just practice. And he didn't want to hear it. I, they almost kicked him out. I want to say what they did kick him out. It was one of them. But um, it's, it's always cool, like, just go, you know, go, go against other teams and practice and things where kind of there are no consequences, like flags and things like that. Because you just – it's like a – it's really fun. But it's like a, it's like gonna, a brawl. For you're not going to write checks, you know, <laughs> yeah. for getting thrown out of preseason games. Uh, that's that, that's what Matt Judon had said from the Patriots, too. He said, look, all of us would have got kicked out of an actual game. <laughs> yeah. So we know we can get away with this kind of stuff yeah, in practice. Yeah, it's fun, though. Like, you can be as feels good as you want for it. Well, to a certain point. But you can be feels good. And, you know, the next play goes on. But I don't know. I like it, though. It's, it's you really good. like the joint practices? You think that's a, a good benefit to the team? Yeah, yeah, yep. for sure. Because you're not going against your guys, and you know how if we if I'm if I'm blocking one of my D linemen, well, one of our D linemen on our team, I'm gonna let you know I'm gonna let up, you know, because this the guy I got to play with on Sunday. But somebody else, I don't really, I ain't gonna say I'm re- well, I really don't care about him. So you know, I can just be physical and do what I want. You're not gonna try to hurt the guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to hurt him, but right. in between the whistles, like you're gonna have to see, you're gonna have to see what you're about. So and really, those are. Those are very beneficial 1v1 reps, too, yeah, I mean, that you don't get in the preseason, you know, when guys are in for a series or two, and, and that's about it. So Now, speaking of getting into fights, in your locker room, who would you say would be the best street fighter on the team? Like, who do you not want to mess with? Hmm. 
I wouldn't want to mess with myself. But okay. Like, <laughs> Good start. And you can name yourself. I get yeah, it. I wouldn't want to mess with myself. And, <laughs> like, somebody else probably KC because KC was a um, – he was a wrestler yeah, as well. He was a wrestler. So and then you know he like low compact, so he got a lot of power coming out like in one like one little ball. So um, I'll probably say KC. You know, who would, you know who would scare me with a look? Who is that? Devondre. Yeah. If he just yeah. stares at you, kind of stares. Yeah, at I can you, see. Where, I can see where you're coming I would, from. I would. I would resist. Back yeah, off. probably like KC, uh, DC, or probably RG or Rashawn. Mm. Yeah, oh, Rashawn, yeah. yeah he, Rashawn, he'll get out of you too. But. How remarkable. You went through it. You know, the ACL thing, miserable time of your life and all the work that went into it. He's going to be back for that Bear game 10 months. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. And, like, just looking at him practicing, like, his it's, first day, second day, I'm like, he probably better than what he was before he before before the ACL injury, and it's scary. Side of like, line. I don't know if you were in on that rep. Did you see him ragdoll Zach in the one-on-one? I did see that. Oh like, my god! Like I honestly think he's gonna be better this year than what he was before. Like, and it's it's crazy to say, but like, you but well, it's not crazy to say because you do see him work. I see him in OTAs, yeah. like putting all the work in. No, and, I, I watched him too. But, I, it was remarkable. Yeah, just, but like, just seeing him out there his first day, I'm like. Bro, I was, like I just had an ACL errors and I know how I felt my first day, you know what I'm saying, or my second day or something like that. But just seeing him going out there running around and just being the same RG is, is very promising and I just love it for him. You realize when he was playing last year through those first nine games, the Packers had the second best pressure rate in the NFL. And after he went down, Packers were 28th the second half. Of Such the a big difference. What yeah. a difference maker he will be for that side of the ball. Yeah, like – Honestly, like, if you put him one-on-one with a tackle, like, just one-on-one, he going to get a pressure or he's going to get a sack. Or he, it's going to be something that he do, like, that, that mess the play up. And either he's going to hit the running back or he's going to do something that, you know, just affect the play. And it's, it's special to see. And, and yeah. I'm, glad he, I'm glad he at the pace he at, you know, to be able to make that decision, go out there week one. Well, we know he's right there, but it's special to Let's see. I hope it's week one, but yeah. he certainly looks ready to me. He got back in the team team reps you know last week for the first time significant step he was all fired up about that and i think he's just kind of he's gonna explode yeah when he I'm, comes back for that first game yeah. i don't think there's any doubt about just that. thinking about it yeah, but it's yeah gonna be no crazy. kidding all right we're not far away from real football yeah. I, i'm so we're, glad preseason is behind us <laughs> just focus regular season necessary evil do you look at it that way just Get through this. Yeah, yeah. Like you need practice. You do. But like once you once you just like feel yourself fine tuning thing like things like that, you like okay, let's get ready for the season or whatever. So probably like that last that last preseason game, you like ah. <laughs> but um, I'm definitely ready for some football, some where it count and when it matter, it's gonna be good. And how special is it to open up with the Bears? I mean, the rival in all of football. I mean, how great is that to kick off the season? against that team yeah it, it's always good to be able to go one and all against um the bears and then especially you got jordan finna get his first dub against the bears and it's gonna be crazy i know we're gonna you know celebrate that but um already predicting the win i like this. always, uh, I'm yeah, always i predict wins every like every week like i don't know going to the game expecting to lose but um it's, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun that's another thing you told me yeah they're gonna be surprised yeah there's gonna be surprised yeah we got we got kinda, some dogs kind of just under the radar, Packers, all these changes, brand new quarter. You, you kind of winked at me and said, we're ready. Yeah, for sure. 
And I definitely believe that, and we're going to show it. So. All right, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to take another break. When we come back, more with the Pro Bowl offensive guard. The Biggie, Elton Jenkins, our guest, and we're live from Narrow Bridge, returning right after this time. Out. Welcome back to the fifth quarter, live from Narrow Bridge. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody. Packers go 2-1 and one in the preseason, and this is going to be a fun little jaunt here in 2023, beginning with the great rivalry. We're just talking about the Packers and the Bears. Elton Jenkins, our guest tonight, Mississippi State Bulldog. Big-time SEC program, Clarksdale, Mississippi native. Was there any doubt you were going to stay in close to home when you were going to college? Somebody coming out of high school? Yeah. Uh... It wasn't doubt. I knew I wanted to play in, in Mississippi. Um, when Mississippi State offered me and gave me the chance, I knew I was going to go there. Um, a lot of guys from my college, a lot of guys from my hometown went to college at Mississippi State, Mario Hagan, um, Dapool, um, a lot of those guys. So um, I knew I wanted to play in Mississippi for sure. So I give my mom and my dad another chance to come see me. That's a good idea. Good idea. Give us the TripAdvisor review of Clarksdale, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what are the hot spots in Clarksdale to check out? So my hometown known for blues. So Morgan Freeman got a um, spot down there. Um, they got the Blues Museum, like the Delta Blues Museum. You can go to uh, one cool. of. Yeah. I do that. Oh yeah. 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 Then one of my friends he got a um, a wing spot called Pete Wheels and Pete Wings and Grill, and they got like the bit like some good wings like. Some of the best wings I ever taste. So if you ever, we ain't got too much, but you know, if you go downtown, you'll feel like you'll feel like the little homey feeling. So it's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. All right. So what's this week like now? You got the CBA weekend uh, after the last uh, collective bargaining agreement. You kind of just relax. I know you're going to work a couple of days this week, but I don't think they're going to be real heavy duty practices. I wouldn't think. Yeah, I think one of one of those practices is going to be full pass. Yeah. Right. And then we probably have like one shells and then one just uppers. So um, definitely still trying to get better. We definitely still got some things that we can um, work on, you know, as an offense and as a team overall. So um, we can use this week to get better and, you know, just, just get better as a team, knowing that we got those four, those four days off. So. Tough day tomorrow. You're going to be – minus a few guys that have been in the room. It's always difficult. Got to be, you know, guys that have worked their tails off. Coach and GM both talk about it. It's the worst day of the year when you got to say goodbye to some guys. Yeah, it is, especially, like, when you meet young guys or guys that come coming in um, for, like, four weeks that you build a relationship with. Um, going into my fifth year, I kind of know kind of know what's going on. Not who's going to get cut or whatever, but kind of know that – well, I do know that we're not going to have all these guys. But yeah. um, when you build a relationship with guys – you know, it's just it's it's sad to see them, you know, not fulfill they they dream or you know get um, traded to another team. So I'm gonna talk about Rasheed Walker and just he's just he's been having a great camp. Uh, what happened to this guy from a very quiet first year? I don't know if he played a snap. I think he had one snap last year on special teams, maybe. And all of a sudden, you know, he's starting a couple of preseason games. He's in the rotation. He's in the mix. He's gonna be a player. What? Give the story on Rashid. How did he come out? Like, when he came in, like, from his rookie year, you can tell that he had all the attributes. Like, he had quick feet. You know what I'm saying? He had, like, good twitch off the ball. And so, um, this year, he, you just can see him maturing as a player and wanna, and more hungry to be on the field. And um, I think last year was, like, an eye-opening, kind of red shirt year for him. Like, 
I can do this, but I got to do it consistent. And he been he been good. How did you pick it up so fast? You jumped right in rookie year, and away you and away you go. How hard was that? Uh, I definitely had some ups and downs in my rookie year. Um, I had the chance to go out there the third game once Lane Johnson. I mean, Lane got hurt. Lane Taylor Lane, got Lane hurt. Taylor, yeah. Yeah, Lane Taylor got hurt. I had the chance to go out there and. My rookie year was a learning experience for me, but I had the athleticism and talent to overcome some of those things. Like, um, but I also had Corey and um, David beside me, being able to like just learn and piggyback off them. About seven or eight Pro Bowls between them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they helped me out a lot. Um, so instead of like going and make a mistake, I can just ask them like, you know, how you see this or like how you want this block. Or something like that. So I want to make those mistakes that, you know, some people ain't fortunate to have uh, guys like that beside them. You mentioned you had some up and down moments your rookie year. What for you was your welcome to the NFL moment? Uh, (laughs) My welcome to the NFL moment. Uh, It probably have to be. So my first game, my first game starting when Lane got hurt. We played um, Denver, and we had two plays in one. So one was can the other way, and one was can was going the other way. So um, 12, he was like, he told us to play, and I, like, went the wrong way on the play. But I had went the wrong, like, one thing I said, like, my rookie year, I was going to go as fast as possible no matter what I do. So I went the wrong way, and I went, and I guess I went so fast that the guy that I supposed to block – so. The guy that I supposed to block went with me, and we actually got a gain on that play. But um, <laughs> that was definitely one of the plays. Oh, I was like, mistake. yeah, I need to get in the playbook a little more. You feel me? Yeah. Or just, like, learn the ins and outs and the little small things of the playbook. It was a it was a cold word that he used to tell us that we was running the play, and I went the wrong I went the wrong way. So I was like, let me get into my playbook and just, you know, be a more professional, I guess. Yeah, okay. So I, I love that you sold it so hard, though, that the guy on the D line's like, I better follow this man. Yeah. <laughs> He's going somewhere important. I better chase this guy. Yeah, I think we had gained like eight <laughs> yards on the play, and I was in my mind, I was like, "Thank you, God." But <laughs> I knew once I got on there, once I got on the sideline, my coach was gonna get out to me a little bit. Yeah. trap, yeah, yeah, yeah really. The uh, hole's we, there. We've talked about <laughs> the youth on this team, a, a young team going into this year. Talk about kind of the what the locker room is like with a bunch of younger guys. I heard an interview talking about Matthew Stafford's wife on her podcast saying that Matthew Stafford can no longer really relate to a lot of his team because they're so young. Mm-hmm. He goes, it used to be in the locker room, guys were playing cards, guys were doing ping pong, guys were doing whatever. But now when he gets out of the shower, he can't get a guy to look at him because they're just buried in their phones. And that's, and that's not what it's like in our locker room. No? Like we got, no. Like we, got guard, we got guys over there playing cards. Uh, we got like a, big, a lot of taunt players. Um, Tonk players, and we got guys playing. It's some game that they be playing where you kind of like, you kind of move your head or whatever, and what? people get, yeah, people get, get in into it. Like, they get into that a lot. Like, okay. you will see people over there playing that 30, 40 minutes, but, or just having conversation. Like, we got a lot of guys that, it's a lot of young guys, you feel me? So, usually when you see young people, they probably be in their phone or doing like that, but, we doing a lot of interacting, interacting within the locker room or just in the cafeteria as well. So, oh, that's good. What's yeah, it, what's it like having the coaching staff in the same part of the building now? Is there, is it a little more cautious? Uh, no, not correct. No, because our locker room is not by the that's coaches' true. room. You feel me? So yeah, you got a walk, a little walk down there. Yeah, yeah. you got a little walk, and then 
then the um, our means room is kind of like by the coaches, yeah. coaches' offices and stuff like that, or by the 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 um, higher personnel, they office as well. But I mean, everybody cool around the building. I don't feel like anybody got anything like I don't like to hide or something like that. Because no. we still do what we do. Like we still, when we're in the mean room, we still like play our music or play games. We got like a lot of games that we play as well. So um, no, I wouldn't say so. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Uh, how much prep work do you do on the Bears uh, now? I mean, you mentioned a couple of practices. Are you already kind of just peeking at them, or you see any stuff? Are you asking for cut-ups on their no. front right now, or are you going to just wait till the plan's presented and away you go? No, right now I'm not. Probably, like, later on in the week I'll watch some film or just see who they got. But um, they they honestly got the same um, defensive tackles or D-line right. that they had last year other than I think they drafted somebody from Florida or something like that. But um, I probably probably later on in the week or early next week um, I'll start. Speaking of their D-line, are you familiar with D-lineman Justin Jones and what he had to say about – Packers fans in general and wishing that Rodgers would have stuck around one more year because it's the Bears time and they're set to take over. There's been a lot of chirping down there yeah. this offseason. And he said that Packers fans are obnoxious and they don't know anything about football. Yeah, I, I did see a you little You guys bit make of that. note of that? Or you I, seen guys? A, I seen a little bit of that. All right. Know, but, I mean, <laughs> he do play for the Bears and, you know, that's his team. He got to be confident in his team. And everybody confident until, you know, you go out there and play and hit somebody in the mouth. And um, that's just what it is. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's good, though. Like, it's good for for them to have that confidence going into week one. So, um, we just got to bring we just gotta bring that energy and just do what we came out there to do for sure. So what do you think the key to this year's team will be? You mentioned the hunger. You mentioned the energy. Uh, just the togetherness of this young core that is, it seems to me, is bonded in five weeks' time. Elton, I really can sense that, that there's, there's a real sense of purpose with a, with a new collection of guys uh, in that locker room. And so what do you think this season will hinge on? How do you think it will go? Um, I feel like we got all the talent, like, all the talent in the world. It's going to be about us just being consistent, um, being consistent as an offense, being consistent as a team, just playing for one another, and just um, defense go out there and make a good a good stop. We got to go out there and score football. complimentary football. So, football. Yeah, yeah, just go out there and just do that and um, just play for one another for sure. Just play for the love and for the love of one another. So um, that's definitely going to be key. Should be fun. Before we let you go, your birthday is December 26th, right? Mm -hmm. How did that work in your household with the Christmas birthday combo? Did you miss out on some extra gifts or were you extra spoiled come the end of December? Uh, I say, I say we kind of missed the gifts in. You feel me? I had good gifts for Christmas. I had good gifts for my birthday as well. But like, since I've been going to college, football has been, like, since I went off to college, football has been my birthday and Christmas because mm -hmm. we always been doing, bowl games um you know college bowl games every year i've been there then now in the nfl we have games or games around my birthday so football has always been at least for like the last past eight to nine ten years um football has been christmas for my family yeah mm -hmm. but you didn't miss out because you had back-to-back -back. Nah, no so. my mom they made sure that i, they oh, made sure I had good games yeah. that is for sure <laughs> hey elton it's been fantastic i love visiting with you and uh again uh you really are uh, one of the preeminent offensive linemen in this game, uh, and you've worked hard to, to, to reach that level. Uh, 
get after it with this team, and uh, and let's uh, have a lot of fun here in 2020. Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me.